already know what it is. It's your boy, Jay Candy. You know what I'm talking about? We just the first episode of the Life's a Box of Candy podcast, man. Y'all, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Buckle your seat. Get ready for a ride to oblivion. You know what I'm talking about? We gonna talk about a host of different topics. You know what I'm talking about? Because uh, life's a box of candy. And in my world, in the candy world, you're going to get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And we're going to be everywhere with topics and good game and wisdom and knowledge. And you know what I'm talking about? We're going to give some spiritual wisdom, experience, testimonies. We're going to do a little bit of everything because we got to get this thing out what's in us. You know what I'm talking about? My plan is to empty the tank while I'm in here. So, you know what I'm talking about? I'm on a mission. I do a little bit of everything and a lot of people don't know me. You know what I'm saying? My real name is Jeremy Stoop. You know what I'm talking about? I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas. You know what I'm talking about? And, you know, we gonna really get this thing live. You gonna get to know all about the candy man through Life's a Box of Candy podcast. So sit back, relax, get you a sip of wine or some fireball. You know what I'm talking about? Or some water. You know what I'm talking about? Whatever your choice of beverage. And uh, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a show. So let's go. Hold up. Okay, so let's see if y'all can keep up. So who am I? I am a father of five, a husband, cook, producer, real estate investor, instrumentalist, musician, a singer, songwriter, engineer, land developer, music school owner, a fashion designer, restaurant owner, and a whole lot more. I'm sure I left some stuff out of there. But, uh, you know... I was really made to serve, you know what I'm talking about? I grew up in the church eyes, you know, my mama, you know, I'm a, I want to say she forced us to go to church in the beginning, but, you know, one day it just caught hold, man. I've been playing the drums since I was seven years old. I remember when I was younger, I used to uh, wake up at four in the morning, go with my grandmother to church so she could pray, and then she cleaned up the church eyes, sweeping the carpet, you know, pulling back the, uh, uh, like the pews and then sweeping. I remember when I first, one of my first lessons in life, um, was, uh, me and my brother D money, you know, we was sweeping, we was called, I said, we wanted to help grandma and we was sweeping the flows, but we were sweeping it wrong. It was our first time. And she was like, no, no, go go over there and go stand up. You know what I'm talking about? And, um, uh, we were like, but grandma, I want to help you. We trying to, she say, nah, if you ain't going to do it right, I don't need your help. Either you're going to do it the right way or you're going to go over there and stand up and just watch me do it. And we really wanted to help grandma. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to Mother Stu, you know what I'm saying? So what we did was watch how she did it and make sure that we did it exactly how she did it. And once we did that, we was able to properly and effectively help her out. 
And from that point on, she let us come with us all the time. You know, she let her come with her all the time. You know what I'm saying? We used to go out. She would sell these tea cakes to uh, make them from scratch. You know what I'm talking about? Sweet potato pies, peach, peach cobblers. Take them to the railroad. We go all over the city. And you know what I'm saying? It was a family affair, man. We had carloads of people selling candy. Man, look, you talking about where the J Candy get the hustle from. We was everywhere as a child, you know what I'm talking about? A lovely life, beautiful parents, Michael and Felicia Stoop, you know what I'm saying? Rest her soul, you know, I lost my mom May 4th, 2015. So, you know what I'm saying? It's been a lot of pain since then, you know what I'm saying? In life, I ain't really been able to really just put things together, but God has always been in the midst, you know what I'm talking about? I've had much growth, and I carried my mom throughout life, and I tell you one thing, you know what I'm saying? My daddy, I am most grateful for, you know what I'm saying, my father, having my father in my life, the wisdom, and how he teaches me every day, he, he, he uh, guides me. You know what I'm saying? Between him and God, I'm Gucci. You know what I'm talking about? But I have many outside sources that help me out in life and guide me. But my parents, I couldn't have asked God for a better set of parents. I appreciate them. My grandmother, my grandfather. Uh, my grandmother's name is Florida Faith Stoop, for those who don't know. You know what I'm saying? My daddy's name is Michael Ray Stoop. My mama's name is Felicia Yvette Stoop. My grandfather, his name is Clifford Ray Stoop. You know what I'm talking about, senior. Uh, shout out to my grandfather. You know, he owned, he built eight houses with his bare hands. You know, well, he rehabbed it and kept it up. Bought eight houses, had eight rent houses, had CDs and IRAs. I didn't know much about him, but I'm telling you, man, I'm trying to show you the spirit of the candy, man, what I live with every day. Because I'm not a negative individual. I know, I learned how to point out those superpowers in individuals and allow myself to be consumed with what God has placed in my ancestors leading up to me that I could pass on to my children that they could get out there when they get around my age, they get of age, they get a little bit older, and even at that age right now, they can step out into that world out there and kill it. You know what I'm talking about? I thank God for the wisdom and the life. Things ain't been easy at all, but I am proud to say that because of God, I am still alive. That I'm here Only by the grace of God I faced death three times And I'm sure as we go on With this podcast You're gonna learn more and more about Because life's a box of candy You know what I'm talking about You're gonna learn more and more about the, the candy man Because life's a box of candy You know what I'm talking about It's filled with Skittles and M&M's And Snickers and Reese's and Paydays And Bay Roots You know what I'm talking about Just be patient And uh you know, understand you something. You know what I'm saying? Let me learn you something. Put some fat on your mind. But I can't give you too much sauce when you only got four nuggets. I'm just playing. We're going to keep it going. Uh, so, uh, let's get into... My upbringing. 
my singing abilities. You know what I'm saying? I remember my mom was over the wheel lights and she used to teach the children, us as children, how to sing as a choir. And it was other children in the church that was a part of this choir, but for the most part, you know what I'm saying? It was us and we used to practice at the highs, you know what I'm saying, after schools and stuff, and then go with everybody else and practice rehearsal. My mom loved uh, putting things together, like children together. And she would teach sing, she would teach them how to praise dance, and it's like, man, you know, my mom was fairly heavy, you know what I'm saying? She was she was beautiful, you know what I'm saying? She was uh, P-H-A-T, awesome, you know what I'm talking about? Wearing it well, big leather well put together, you know what I'm talking about? So, uh, but she would teach young women how to, young girls how to praise dance and Man, I'd be amazed because I'm like, you know, my mama wouldn't move much, but she would, they would be amazing and get the job done. You know, shout out to Pookie and, and a lot, a whole lot more that she taught how to do the praise dance. And every time I see people miming and praise dancing, I'd be like, man, I remember mama used to teach that and teach us how to sing and stuff. And then she used to sing in the choir, in the big choir. And I also... One day, they had this song by Kirk Franklin called What You Looking For that they was practicing on, and I was on the drums at, I think, like, eight years old. And while I was playing, like, I was, I guess I was the only one that could lead that song, but it was an adult choir. So whenever we would sing domestically, which means inside the church without going nowhere, um, they had me to sing. So I would sing, you know what I'm talking about? I would lead that song and I would tear it up because that was one of my favorite songs, What You Looking For by Kirk Franklin. You know what I'm saying? When I sung that song, it was like uh, everybody would get so crunk and I was so young. So I remember one time, uh, and you know, I was like, I may be on to something. You know what I'm saying? And so I went to, uh, we had went to visit this church. I never forget. Uh, they called, uh, when we went to visit this church, Bishop Wilcox, Bishop Harold Wilcox, rest his soul, he used to uh, go out to preach at different people's churches. And when he went to preach at this particular church on this Sunday, um, he called for the choir to come before he preached. We went up there, uh, and of course, the, at that time, the youth sing with the youth choir and the adults sing with the big choir. So. It was no mixing, and they was trying to keep that on a tight knit, even being out. But they decided to sing the song that I best led, and only I could lead. So they they tried to get another guy uh, up there to sing, and he started off singing, and they was like, uh, I was amazed. I was back there like, man, I can't believe you butchering my song like that. I was, I mean, I'm in, talking about like eight, nine years old. You know what I'm saying? I was like that. And uh, so Bishop Wilcox, oh, he was like, he was the best preacher I've ever known. And uh, But he was part gangster too. He stopped everybody, every, everybody from singing and everything. And he called said, Brother Jeremy, come up and sing this song. And man, by him doing that and respecting my gift, that that opened up 
the floodgates internally because I was already playing drums since I was seven. But I didn't know that if I had a voice or not, I had wanted to sing some songs, wanted to lead songs because I felt like I could do really well. And my mom wouldn't let me. She would give it to Victoria and different other people that they would choose to lead songs. And I'd be like, that's cool. I play the background, but I would really tie that song up. But when he did that in that moment, oh man, that opened up the floodgates. I was like, can't nobody never tell me I can't sing. I told that song up, everybody went crazy. And from then on, I had developed into playing the drums and singing at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Singing a tenor part or leading a song in a choir while playing the drums. Man, shoot, man, I wish they had those tapes and stuff back then. But I'm telling you, man, I used to have so much fun. I used to do so much, and I was always highly active, even at a young age, because around this time, we was, I was still helping my grandma. Me and D-Money was helping our grandma sweep the church. You know, she was, she was in charge of cleaning the church building, the whole big old church building. And my dad, he was in charge of opening the doors, turning on the AC, because it was a big edifice. It had to take like 30, 45 minutes to get cool or heated if it's cold outside. So my daddy was responsible for opening up the gate, unlocking the doors, turning on the AC, getting the atmosphere ready for everybody to come in and do what they do. So you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm, like I said, I'm just giving you the backstory of the candy man, you know what I'm saying? Life is a box of candy. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all enjoy yourself, because you know what I'm saying? It took me a long time to do this. I built up the courage. I know I'm gonna make a lot of mistakes in this process doing this here, but I feel like it's needed because somebody out there somewhere is gonna listen to my story and be inspired to do something greater than what they was doing yesterday. To do something greater in five minutes than you was doing in the last five minutes. But anyway, back to this topic because I could easily get off subject. That's one of my... Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where the hustle came from. This is where the gift was discovered. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember I used to... Let me show you about the process. I was a young, young man, eight, nine years old, 10 years old. And the things that I had to deal with, there were times that I didn't have drumsticks. And I used to get these little hangers that was like wire hangers, but at the ends and, the, and at the thing, it had that little, that little stick piece that if you break the ends off the hangers, you could like, they look like sticks. So I used to play softly with those when the sticks would break, because I was a hard hitter. They used to tell me, because it was a big church, they used to play, play hard. They used to say, play hard. Play hard as you can. So I'm young, I'm a, I'm a child. And they like, play hard, play hard, play hard. <laughs> so my hands would, calluses would build up in my hands and be so thick that I would bleed, that they would bleed. And I would have to come right back and play the next Sunday. Man, I ain't making nothing up. I'm telling you, man, like, this is what went down. You know what I'm saying? This Life is a box of candy, you know? You're going to have some hard candy. You're going to have some chewy candy. You're going to have some dissolvable candy. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we take the good with the bad, and we praise God through it all. But for the most part, man, let me tell y'all how good God been, man. You know, uh, in August 1998 or 9, they had a storm called Allison. You know what I'm saying? I remember around this time, I think I was about... Uh, 13s, 14, 15, somewhere around there, you know what I'm saying? And uh, my daddy had just bought all new furniture, you know, rearranged the highs. My mama and them, they did their thing on it, man. And new deep freezers and all that. And I remember, i never forget, man. August, you know what I'm saying? We had a storm, Allison. We woke up in the middle of the night. I remember I fell asleep in the living room on the floor. We had carpet. And uh, I was awakened by them shaking me because uh, my face, my nose was, my face was in the floor, which at this time, the house was flooding. So the water was rising. And uh, yeah, man, like, man, look, the water was rising and we got out of there. And uh, everybody had to meet on Mesa, the only spot where it was higher ground. So once we everybody got together, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, man, we up in this mud, we coming out the highs. The water is up to our shoulders. I mean, literally. And, you know, we uh watching this new furniture go down the street floating. You know what I'm saying? And it was a catastrophe, dog. It was really tragic and traumatic. Uh, but we made it to the high ground and everybody was together but my grandmother. And so uh, I never forget, man, me, my cousin Bernard and D-Money. You know what I'm saying? We had got this non-motor boat. And, and we was, I was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I can't leave my grandmother. Everybody was together but my grandmother, uh, Tiffany, and Lil' Aaron, you know what I'm talking about, my little cousins. Uh, man, I said, we ain't heard from them. We don't know if they good or not. I got to go get them. I'm not just going to stand on this high ground because everybody's safe. So me, D-Money, Bernard, we took the boat, went, walked. And then when we got to the high water, we had to cross this one bridge to get to her through the neighborhood to them. And while we was crossing the bridge, we ain't never really even dealt with a boat at all, much less a non-motor boat to know what it'll do. We just thought that it was gonna float on the water and keep us good. But then when we got to this bridge, it started pulling us toward the drainage, which was like in this big bio where we was gonna go into God knows where. So uh, <laughs> we jumped out and to our surprise, the water was like, oh, our feet couldn't hit the bottom. We was in the middle of this uh, this bayou that was water over our head. So me and D-Money, we all, me, D-Money, Bernard, we all panting, trying our best to swim while the water pulling us at the same time. Me and D-Money wasn't strong enough to swim and beat the current. So Bernard, he was the only one able to get away. That boy got away and swam like uh, Michael Phelps. And didn't look back because <laughs> he was just happy to be to get across, and because it was the current was pulling hard. So uh, me and D Money looked at, looked at each other and was like, uh, "I guess this it, bro." And you know what I'm saying? We closed our eyes, you know, we let go, 
And uh, a man in all white, you know what I'm saying? Shiny, didn't get a good look at his face, but he had all white on. He reached out his hand and picked us up, picked me up, and was like, get your brother. And I remember I was pulling him so hard, he was like, hold on, you gonna pull me down there with you? And all that, and uh, nah, man, you know, he helped us to higher ground. I grabbed the money, and uh, man, we looked back. We didn't see the guy no more. You know, in, in our mind, it was our first experience with an angel. You know what I'm saying? Because the dude came out of nowhere, dressed in all white, helped us to high ground. We looked back, and the dude was nowhere in sight. We was thankful to be alive. And I'm telling you, in this process, see, my mama used to, let me tell you something about my mama, man. She was in love with these strip stores, you know what I'm talking about? She used to go up in there because it was always a lot of us. You know, we had cousins and it was five of us. It was three. Um, you got, you know, Shauna. You got little Michael. He's the oldest. Then you have Shauna. She's two years below Mike. Then you got uh, me, then D-Money, then uh, Oren, then Victoria. You know what I'm saying? So it was five of us at the highs, but uh, extendedly wise, we had cousins always over because everybody wanted to kick it with us. Everybody wanted to sell candy. Everybody wanted to get them donations so we could go to school and get some nachos at the concession stand, you know what I'm saying, or a hot dog with chili and cheese for a dollar, 75 cent, you know what I'm talking about? Or if you want just the cheese, you can get it for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, I know y'all remember them school prices, <laughs> but everybody wanted them donations for that, so that everybody used to be around, but everybody wasn't always fortunate at home, so my mama had to extend the, uh, the capital that we had so that we could, so everybody could have shoes, clothes, socks, drawers, everything, everything. So, uh, so, so, you know what I'm saying? My mama shopped at the, we shopped at the thrift store, you know? She would go up and down, and whatever she get that fit you, whatever was available, that's what you getting. And so around that time, she had gave us some, uh, some boxes that was three sizes too big for us. And you remember back then, your mom and them used to always be like, boy, you getting bigger and bigger. I ain't finna be buying clothes all the time. I'ma get this two sizes bigger, and you gonna grow into it. <laughs> yeah, that was my mama, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so uh, back to the the flood, the Storm Allison situation. When, when we hopped out the Nun motorboat and couldn't go on no longer, uh, when they woke me up, when this flood was going on, my... Uh, I didn't have anything on but a big long t-shirt and some and them three sizes two big boxes that my mama told me I was gonna have to grow into. So when I got, I mean, when I was trying to kick and trying to swim for my life, these I had a safety pin holding up these drawers and it wasn't. Hey, that mug kicked out and I lost my drawers. So when all this was said and done. You know, I was just happy to make it to dry land and have uh, my life. But I only had a big T-shirt on with no drawers on. You know, no home, 
No clothes to go dry up and change Cause everything now was wet me a dude With no way up Cause we ain't got no power in the area But I did make it to my grandmother And my little cousin them And they was good You know what I'm saying We got them to safety You know what I'm saying And uh I wind up uh We wind up staying in this abandoned building All the family got together And our old church, Greater Progressive, Bishop Wilcox had the building uh, on Green River Drive uh, that was abandoned. It had been abandoned for years, and so it didn't have any water, lights, or anything, no no bathroom, no bathtub or whatever, so we had to take whole baths or whatever. You know, whole baths, you know, you got to wash off, just wash, hit the hot spots or whatnot, but in this case... We only had little to nothing to take whole showers. And this went on for six months, you know what I'm saying? My family thick. We survived through the mud, got it out the mud, man. With no female existence and all that there, we was getting denied. Six months, we all had to suffer through that. You know, mosquitoes, the grass was high all over the building. Like, it was super high. And so, but we survived. We made it in those, out of those traumatic times. But, you know, that that's just, you know, that's a lot. It even gets deeper than that because I done been through so much. And now I done decided to uh, let y'all into this life that's a box of candy. And I know I got to be patient because uh, it's been a long time coming and there's so much information that's about my life and that's about uh, life period that through me telling my life that'll be able to help you out with what you got going on or hopefully it'll inspire you. I don't know what it'll do for you. It might not do nothing for you, but just you might just like hearing my voice. You know what I'm saying? But whatever the case may be, I hope you get something, even if you enjoy listening to my voice. I mean, uh, I wouldn't say you're a weirdo because uh, I've been told that my voice is pretty special. Nah, <laughs> hold up, know what I'm talking about, but not nah, on a serious tip, you know what I'm saying? I love life. I'm, I, I was supposed to die back then when I was 15 or 17 years old. I, I, I got to get that age right. I think it was either 99 or 2001. I, it was one of those. Either Katrina was in 01 or... And, and, I think it was 99, so I got a back date so I could get my numbers right, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I be doing a lot moving around, so that critical thinking, it just, you know, it got to be a little sharper, man. Y'all, excuse me. You know what I'm talking about? But uh, anyway, man, uh, we going to wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? We going to get up out of here for this episode. This is the first episode, and what better way to bring this thing in than to tell you a little story about my mama. You know what I'm talking about? The love of my life. You know what I'm saying? And I got many more stories about the rest of the people and then the loves of my life, but um, that's just where I come from in that moment. That is the beginning. That ain't all the beginning. That's some of the beginning. But uh, I got to be patient with this because there's so much information that I got to get out. And I got to go back down memory lane. Some of this thing is going to hit home. Some of this thing going to make some people mad. I don't care. I speak my truth. 
I'm going to talk about what I talk about. I say what I said. I mean what I say. And I'm going to stand on it, ten toes. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to have different guests come in on the show so they can chime in and give their input. And uh, and I can interview people. And, you know, it's just it's going to be a good time, man. And also, you know, you can uh, share this with your friends, spread the word. About the Life's a Box of Candy podcast uh, Give me a thumbs up, a like Go on the YouTube page Go everywhere, man Y'all look out for your boy, man Y'all uh, support your boy Support the movement Because it's a lot to be talked about I gotta talk about my children I gotta talk about my You know, it's a lot to be talked about Marital relationships And how we do things It's a lot of Misunderstandings that didn't happen throughout my career, and I just been silent because I don't give a shit. I don't owe nobody no explanation. But through this podcast, you know what I'm talking about. I, I'm, I'm gonna open up, and I'm gonna let y'all know. Just I'm, we gonna backdate. We gonna go through different things as, as it they come, come to me. You know what I'm saying? As it come back to me, I'm gonna be able to. Uh, Bring topics and expound on those things going down memory lanes, man. Bring my post office trauma. I mean, it's gonna be trauma, it's gonna be great sports. I mean, it's gonna be trauma because I done been through some things, but I done defeated a lot of Goliaths, you know what I'm talking about? So, uh, those traumas have all happy endings, life at the end of the light at the end of the tunnels, that type of stuff. Because I don't never sit on my hands No nothing never pounce on me That I don't get back up from Even if you steal me in my jaw You know you better prepare yourself Because something major is coming back Spiritually, uh, naturally, physically We just not to be played with You know what I'm saying I'm built like that And you know But I spread love And I mean all well You know I love everybody And uh, this is us This is me so, like I said, shout out to uh, everybody out there going to get it and grind and everybody that's courageous enough to bring their story forward and tell their story. And this is just one layer of my story. We're going to take our time and peel these layers back. And uh, hopefully, like I said before, that it helps somebody, man. God bless y'all. And until till the next episode, man, keep it one thou wow. Hold up. Okay.